0: Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I officially did it. I graduated now a week ago, so I'm in need of a full-time job. So please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. And as always, remember, every show is brought to you by Built Bar this month. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first Built Bar order. And go to Postmates.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $100 of free delivery credit when you first sign up on Postmates. So that's BuiltBar.com, code LOCKEDON, $10 off, Postmates.com. Use code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit. Now... For today's show, we are talking about the proposed plan of safety to bring baseball back. Yes, we might be coming around the corner to sports coming back pretty soon, hopefully in the next month or so, or maybe even sooner. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast, Locked On Diamondbacks, is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I already tell the most reasonable around. Email me at lockedondiamondbacks@gmail.com at gmail.com to find out more. Now, for today's show, we are talking about the plan that was proposed by uh, the MOB for safety and other things like that, just different protocols, on how they expect to uh, handle once the season goes into place. So what kind of uh, plans and protocols they're putting into place to make sure and ensuring their safety of the players and personnel who will be around the team or will be handled at the highest priority. So let me read some major points in this latest proposal. Uh, it was published on Saturday it's a 67 page uh, memo from the MLB so i'm definitely not reading all 67 pages but thankfully some websites some some uh, people who follow the sport of baseball you know some insiders tweeted uh, wrote some articles on some talking points about about this expected plan to keep players and personnel safe so here are some major talking points from this proposed plan number 1 Regular testing of players and other uniform personnel. Uh, testing is going to be a big part of this plan. They're they expecting to churn out. I saw Jeff pass and wrote maybe upwards of 10,000 COVID tests per week. It sounds like the MLB has like their own labs and personnel that can handle their testing. That won't be able, that, that, that won't take it away from, you know, healthcare workers and people who are actually sick that need this testing. Apparently, MLB is providing all their tests theirself from their own lab so that's good to hear so there'll be rapid testing for all the players and personnel sounds like they'll be tested you know possibly multiple times a day definitely at least once per day they want to make sure they could get as much testing in as possible make sure you don't have any kinds of of health risks make sure you can uh you don't have any kinds of fever stuff like that, so they're gonna be doing a lot of testing here. If you're the MLB, I mean, ten thousand tests a week—that uh, that's a lot—and uh, they're really just trying to make sure they make sure anyone who is sick is not coming into the clubhouse or a ballpark. They want to try to make sure they're they're doing all they can to to limit the amount of people that are. Uh, not healthy to, to really keep them away, so they're going to be doing multiple testing, uh, they're going to be doing multiple temperature screenings daily. There's going to be at home before coming to the stadium, and then also with the testing, they're going to have different tiers of how they rank the personnel from players to person from uh, non players basically. So, like tier one would be players, on field personnel, medical personnel, so basically the most essential people, you know, obviously the players. And the the trainers and things like that. And then tier two are other essential employees, including in, uh, including front office officials. So guys who don't necessarily need to be on the field or around the players. Those guys are tier uh, two. So tier one guys are probably going to be tested the most. And then you got tier three, which is your crews and groundskeepers, who are definitely important. But you know maybe maybe we'll see. Uh, more of a rotation when it comes to groundskeepers and things like that. Maybe MLB teams will expand those areas just in case you know anyone gets sick. They'll have a a rotation of people going in there. But yeah, the, the MLB really has the testing down by tiers. And from tier one, those are the people going to be tested the most. Those are going to be the people who are most impacted because they're going to have their biggest hand in the game of baseball still so they really want to make sure those people in tier 1 are taken care of and then they'll move down the ladder from tier 2 to tier 3. And the uh, MLB will also offer free diagnostic and antibody serology testing as well for healthcare workers or other first responder first responders in the clubs home cities as a public service. So The the MLB is also doing some good things here. They'll also be testing some, you know, those essential workers who are on the front lines dealing with this. They're going to help them out, do some antibody testing for them to make sure they're strong enough to fight the COVID disease as well. This illness, so the MLB is doing some good things here, at least when it comes to testing. They're not taking any away from anybody else. They're making sure all their employees are getting tested, excuse me, as much as they can. Uh, and there won't be much resistance, I think, to that. I mean, I don't think the players or the t- coaches are gonna have any problem uh, getting their uh, temperature taken, you know, three times a day. So I think that'll be pretty easy new protocol to administer into this, you know, unprecedented situation, to say the least. And then number two, spring training will be limited to 50 players. So a spring training, you know, the the MLB does want teams to have a little bit of spring training, you know, get back into the flow of things, get some practice, and, you know, you know not start the season right away. And we're going to see 50 players per squad with the recommendation being that workouts and reporting dates are staggered to prevent overcrowding. So you know how we see already, uh, pitchers and catchers report early. So it'll be like that. You want to stagger out the groups, make sure there's not overcrowding, not all 50 players are coming in on one day. You could even see teams, you know, splitting up their teams to go to other facilities, just splitting up the group so everyone's still getting their workouts in while now overcrowding the situation. And then number three, we're going to see socially distanced locker rooms, possibly. Not even possibly, I think we will. Uh, teams, because it's part of the proposal, they want players to stay at least six feet apart in their clubhouses. And they might even expand to other parts of the clubhouse, really, so they could get the maximum use of the whole stadium without, you know, crowding on top of each other. They don't want players spitting. They don't want uh, players ex- – they don't want coaches exchanging lineup cards. They don't They don't even want people taking showers, really. That's going to be heavily discouraged. So even things like that, that's going to be pretty crazy because you see how many players do you – when you think of baseball, you think of spitting and things like that. You think of players are chewing tobacco. You know, you think of players sharing things from bats and balls. They don't even want players after a, a ground ball out throwing the ball around the infield. They, they even said after the ball gets touched a few times by multiple people, they're just going to throw the ball away. They're doing everything they can to bring down the, the amount of exposure as much as possible. They really don't want any un, sort of unnecessary contact outside of a guy trying to tag you with their glove. They want to make sure if you're not tagging someone with your glove, then you're not going to be around anyone. If you're not holding someone down at a base, if you're not the first baseman trying to keep the player at first, if you got run on first honest, then you shouldn't be near him. And who knows? Maybe they'll even change MLB rules saying you can't do that just so we can still have social distancing. But I don't, I don't think that will happen. So we'll see no fans at the games, and all the players will be six feet apart with no sort of camaraderie. Can you imagine, just imagine, A walk-off home run with no one to greet you at home plate. Everyone just standing around, you know, in a big circle, but not really near each other, just celebrating around you. I think it'll be kind of a weird experience, you know. They don't even want players sharing water drinks or anything like that, no bottles of water. They don't want anything that's communal. Communal, you know, nothing communal basically. My allergies are messing with me a little bit today, so I sound a little nasally. So I apologize for that. But yeah, so anything that has to be shared, they don't really want the players doing that. Now, let me tell you guys about Built Bar. Cause Built Bars are like candy bars, they taste like candy bars. But they're actually protein bars, and they're great for people like me who are health-conscious but still have a craving for junk food. They have eight chocolate and nut flavors with eight chocolate and nut-free flavors in case you got allergies. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're both soft and easy to chew. I love them because they help me lose or maintain weight while indulging in the delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Go to BiltBar.com use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at boltbar.com. This podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In this reflective and inspirational memoir, Legendary Willie Mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experiencing, meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a foreword by... Forward read, sorry, includes a forward read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or you're looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is an inspiring story of one sports fan's favorite living legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now, wherever audiobooks are sold. Players uh, are on the road. They want them to be really isolated. They can stay in their own homes, in their home market but On the road. Players are encouraged to isolate at their hotels. They don't even want players taking Ubers or taxis when leaving uh, the stadium. They don't want them doing any, anything like that. They are trying trying to eliminate, uh, limit exposure as much as possible. And that's a little bit easier to do when... I guess you're not taking public transportation because you don't know how many people go in and out of Ubers and Lyfts and things like that. So MLB is doing everything they can to really lessen the amount of exposure these players will have to the outside world and to each other. And we'll see how long this lasts. I mean, they're I think they're expecting like an 82-game schedule, so I don't know how long... Uh, of a season, that will be. They still go into October. That's a good amount of time when you feel pretty isolated. Of course, the teams can still be at home with their families when they're back at home. But on the road, it, it might be pretty tough for these players for a little bit. Uh, seeing these guys, you know, they, they're probably used to having a sort of lifestyle when they go on the road, exploring the cities. You know, uh, just imagine, you know, how many rookies and couple-year players when they break into the league, they go into interleague play a lot of these times. A lot of these players, you know, even these international players, a lot of the times uh, they've never been to these cities in America. I know I haven't been to every city in America. So when you're playing for a sports franchise, you're traveling to new places, new cities all the time. And especially with interleague play. Being so infrequent as it is, a lot of these guys only get to go to these these cities, you know, every couple years if they're not doing it on their own time in the off season. So a lot of these guys want to explore these cities, and now they won't be able to. They're just gonna have to be cooped up in their hotels. That might be a little bit hard for them for a little bit. Might lose their motivation and their heart for the game. But I'm hoping they'll still be able to rally. And once they're playing all of that, they'll just forget and. All their focus will be going back into the sport of baseball. And then the one last thing that I saw from this proposal that I absolutely love is the implementation of the universal DH rule. And that's expected to be implemented in 2020. The NL might see a DH. And I think that could be huge for a team like the Arizona Diamondbacks who has some power hitters that don't really have a spot on the lineup right now. A guy like Jake Lamb, who, we, who we've seen hit 30 bombs, but not really a spot in the infield right now. You know, got Eduardo Escobar manning third. You got Christian Walker manning first. So a guy like Jake, Jake Lamb, he'll be perfect as that DH spot. He even got that guy in the minor leagues for the D-backs who led the league and minor league home runs at last season. So even a guy like that would be perfect for the DH spot as well for the Diamondbacks. So I do love that rule. I never ex- understood why the NL couldn't get the couldn't get a DH. I, I've seen that 30 for 30, or short story, where they said the one guy was out fishing or something. He could have been the vote that changed everything. But I don't know why we couldn't have another vote uh, any time in the last 20 years to decide. I don't know why we couldn't have had a new rule change to implement it. I've always thought the DH should have been in the NL, just like the AL, because I think it's so much more appealing when you have the DH uh, in both leagues. I love how the AL has the DH. So many, you know, old school baseball purists, you know, quote unquote, believe it's better for the game. People believe it's better for strategy, having to have a pitcher in there to to decide how you're going to score runs. That's all bull. It's not more strategy. It's not... Better for the sport to have a pitcher in there. I don't want to see a guy batting 150 going up to bat with, you know, the game on the line, bases loaded. I'd rather have a guy like Big Poppy in there who can hit 40 bombs in a season and be the best player on my team as the DH than some random, you know, my relief pitcher in there who I know can not hit for anything and hasn't held a bat since high school, so... I'd rather see a DH in the NL, and I never understood why we couldn't get that back. So I'm definitely happy and glad to see the, the DH finally making its return, or not even its return, but its debut in the NL. And it looks like we'll finally get that this baseball season. It's about time. It's been a long time coming, but... It's it's looks like it's finally happening, and I overall I like this proposed plan for MLB. I think this is the best thing you could do for keeping the players safe. Uh, obviously, I think with the tiers that's kind of finicky. I mean, I don't think I like ranking players and personnel in terms of tiers. Uh, obviously, you guys obviously we we think the players and on-field medical personnel more important than you know, cruise keepers because they're not the ones playing the game. But I just don't like the idea of ranking guys when it comes to something like a pandemic for their safety. I just think there's something wrong on the optics and perspective when you look at that. But overall, I think this is a great plan. I think we will lose some, you know, baseball is already a kind of mundane sport. They already try to limit, you know, the the, the trot walks, the bat flips. They already try to limit that now. No fist bumping, no high fives, nothing to even show any remote signs of personality. I guess these guys are really just going to have to be kind of funny on their own. So their personality or the up bad bat or just by themselves in their clubhouse. So I think that will be interesting to see how much personality the sport of baseball will still have after all these plans. Because it looks like we're taking even more of the joy away from the sport. But in terms of keeping the players safe and healthy, I think this is—I uh, think this is a pretty good plan. I think I'll be uh, all—I f- think I'll be all in in uh, voting on this plan if I had my own vote. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Go tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition of the Locked On Fantasy MLB Draft for so you guys to stay up to date with all the rankings and fantasy updates related to fantasy baseball and. uh Please, guys, go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. And go to Postmates.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $100 of free delivery credit. Yes, built Bar, LOCKEDON, $10 off. Postmates, LOCKEDON, $100 of free delivery credit. Everyone stay safe and stay healthy out there. Peace!